Konnichiwa, nihao, hola, guten tag, aloha, buongiorno, namaste, dres vutria, shalom, buongiorno, what's up? I'm Zen, welcome to the Sparkin' Manga News Podcast, bringing you the eyes and the latest manga news for the week of Thursday, June 9th to Wednesday, June 15, 2022. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and check out our manga review podcast at www.spirekin.com. Also, if you enjoy what you hear, support our Patreon and help us create more fun content for you to enjoy. And with that in mind, let's start with the news. So first off, we've got some good convention news. The organizers of the Comic Market event, also known as Comicet, have announced that the Comicet 100 event will drop the requirements for attendees to have proof of vaccination or a negative COVID-19 test because, quote-unquote, given recent stabilization, current government guidelines forgo such checks. The event will still implement proper infection prevention measures and wearing masks indoors will be mandatory. The exception is when eating or drinking and the staff states that talking will not be allowed during meals. In addition, attendees will have their temperature taken in order to receive wristbands for entry. Attendees who purchase tickets but are unable to attend for any reason, such as not passing the temperature check, will not receive refunds. The organizer stated that rules are subject to change as needed. So... This in-person event is going to take place on August 13th to 14th, 2022. It's going to start at 10.30 a.m. instead of the usual 10 a.m. And they stated that it plans to have 80,000 and 90,000 participants each day at the event, and tickets will be necessary to attend. All tickets will be pre-sold, and none will be sold at the event. So what are your thoughts on this? Do you think this is a great move, or do you think this is kind of cringy that they should force you to have a negative vaccination before you go to Comiket? I think it should work out that way because that's worked for so many conventions that there has not been a problem because they've enforced proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test because this has 90,000 participants. This could be a super spreader if just one person has a asymptomatic version of COVID. But what are your thoughts? Let me know. Email me zansparkin.com or tweet me at Sparkin with your thoughts on this. So next, let's get into some licensing news. We've got just one major company that has stuff going on, and that is Cross Infinite World. Now, Cross Infinite World has announced that it has licensed three new light novel series and a new audiobook release. So, first off for the audiobook, we have So You Want to Live the Slow Life, A Guide to Life in the Beastly Wild. This is by Ferran, with art by Yuki Nekozuki and narration by Brian Nishi. Makura Murayami expected a quiet and peaceful life in the forest when he inherited his great-grandfather's house and enormous orchard. Someone had to keep the family business running, so he quit his job and decided to live off the land. But the house isn't in any old forest. It's deep in the beastly wilds, an area off-limits to most humans. For the wilds are home to the beast folk, neither human nor animal, but something in between. This seems very engaging and different, because it's not an izakai. It's just that there's a weird world where beast creatures exist. And that is the audiobook. And then for light novels, we have The Saint's Belated Happiness, Newly Single, Now Living with a Demon Prince, by Haru Garasumachi, with art by Yatsuba Hanada. Saint Maralite can't leave her ears when her fiancé, the Crown Prince, breaks off their engagement due to her age. She doesn't let that get her down, though. Considering the hardships she had endured over the past few years, her mental fortitude allows her to calmly accept the Prince's decision and return home. However, when she gets there, she finds a boy with horns? The demon prince grew at an unbelievable speed, and in no time at all, he falls head over heels in love with Marlite. Now he's determined to bring her back to his own country. What might blossom between the easygoing saint and the naive demon prince in this romantic fantasy? You're going to have to read it to find out. The next light novel is The Strongest Knight is actually a cross-dressing noblewoman. This is by Iota Ioe, and art by Hakuseki. 
Bernstein, the daughter of a Marquess, has, but christened as a boy, attends an all-boy military academy. A knight of idle status, she must hide her gender from everyone, even her friends, to graduate. But she dreams of establishing an order of female knights in a kingdom where knights are exclusively male, hoping that one day she'll be able to openly serve her nation with honor. When a monster appears taking down night after night, Bernstein sets aside her feelings and sets out to accomplish what no man has ever done, vanquish a beast of legend and earn her place in history. Finally, our last light novel from Cross Infinite World is going to be Surviving in Another World as a Villainous Fox Girl. This is by Rhea I with art by Mucha. After being reincarnated as the villainess of her favorite fantasy Otome game, Claire realizes she has to act fast to save her twin sister and favorite character from falling in love because she's cursed to literally die of a broken heart. But that won't be easy when another reincarnate and a big fan of the Fox Twins is determined to save Muku, Miku by making her fall in love with him instead. Which reincarnation will succeed in giving this silver-furred fox girl her happy ending, her sister, the villainess, or the main hero who wants to make her his waifu? Will they end up working together to prevent innocent Miku from falling in love with one of the other five eligible bachelors and meeting her inevitable demise? You're going to have to wait and find out. And out of these three, I gotta say Strongest Night seems to be the most engaging and intriguing, and also the Saint's belated happiness seems a lot of fun. Reincarnated in Another World is a villainous fox girl seems kind of, well, standard. But I digress. So, those are our news for our licenses. So pretty much, the Want to Live the Slow Life is going to be released digitally by Cross Infinite Worlds on July 5th. The Saint's belated happiness is being released September 16, 2022. Surviving in Another World as a Villainous Fox Girl is being released digitally uh, September 30th, 2022. And then The Strongest Night is actually a cross-dressing noblewoman is being released by Cross Evident digitally in October 31st, 2022. So, nice little spread. And I know not a lot of release this week, but don't worry, next week we're going to probably be hit with tons of news for licenses. So let's just get some general updates out of the way. We only got three today, and that's it. First off, on July 8th, Kinosuke Naito's Izakai Nonbiri Noka, or Farming Life in Another World light novel series, is inspiring a four-panel comedy spin-off manga titled Izakai Nonbiri Noka no Nishijo, or The Everyday Farming Life in Another World, and this is by Yuji. So this new um, Forkoma is based on the original light novel series, which was described as, After Hiraku dies of a serious illness, God brings him back to life, gives his health and youth back, and sets him to a fancy world of his choice. In order to enjoy his second shot, God bestows upon him the almighty farming tool. Watches Hiraku digs, chops, and plows in another world in this laid-back farming fantasy. This new series is going to be released in Katakawa's Dragon Age magazine. On July 7th, manga creator duo Jinsei Kataoka and Kazumi Kondu will launch a new manga titled Retropolis Scratch. This Kyoto X Youth X tattoo battle action manga centers on Tsukamichi Doro, whose speciality is running away. Instead of entering high school, he runs away to Kyoto, but what awaits him is a great mystery, a mirror world where right and left are flipped. In this world, tattoo artists take place in battles called Bokusenko. Tsukamichi must now make use of his escape skills as his best and worst youth is about to begin. This new interesting manga is going to debut in Kodansha's Bisatsu Shonen Magazine. And then finally, our last bit of news for the day. On June 24th, Ryudai Ishizaka will launch a new manga adaptation of Katakawa's upcoming 
Renee Flops or Love Flops OTA, which is an original television animation project. Now, this new anime centers on Ayashi Kashiwagi, a student who one day runs into a series of unusual accidents on the way to school, all in accordance with a vague television fortune he watched that morning, and all culminating with an unfortunate encounter with a girl. Coincidentally, all the girls he meets are new students or teachers at his school. Asashi's prior knowledge of the girls earned him the suspect of Yoshio, a self-proclaimed friend of Asashi. After school, he finds a love letter in his shoe locker telling him to go to the cherry blossom tree behind the school against, according to the morning fortune. He follows it, heads to the tree to see what awaits him. Now, this new, very unusual series is going to be released in Hakusensha's Young Animal Magazine. Which of these sound more interesting to you? Let me know. Email me zanspirekin.com or tweet me at Sparkin, which one you're most excited about. For me, I'm thinking Retropolis Scratch sounds the most interesting because it's about combating battles with tattoos and Kyoto. So, kind of cool. And also, and um, Everyday Farming Life in Another World is just a four coma of Izekai Nonbirinoka, which I've heard a lot of good things about, though. It's one of the more relaxed series, even though it's obviously the standard that most other ones have but what are your thoughts let me know anyway i think that's it for this episode remember to like share subscribe as usual i'm your hosan i'm gonsville catch you guys next time and keep reading manga i'll see you later